Hello, Bible Beaters! Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vessner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? You know, it's funny. I forget with this song that a lot of people probably don't know it's a real song Mm -hmm. and not intro to the Bible Beers podcast. Yeah, we, we we wrote and performed that. We did. Cancer Slug. Under a pseudonym, Cancer Slug, Hung Like Jesus. And I got like an email or a message or something on social media that was like, uh, you played a little bit extra of the song, that episode, and it's really good. I should check it out. And I was like, yeah, you should. But I didn't tell them that is the whole fucking song. Those songs are like a minute and a half long, and I didn't play fucking and shit And he criticizes extra. heavy metal and likes one and a half minute songs. We're not getting into it, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Did you have a good Christmas, Kyle? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Did you see all the family and everything? Yeah, I got an Ed Hardy shirt. Yeah, I thought it was a spoof of an Ed Hardy. It's the douchiest of douche. It's the worst thing of all time. I mean, you'll pro- it, you might pick up. It, in the summer, it might work. Has douchebag... Well, I might pick up chicks with it. Has douchebaggery run its course? Like, are they still, like, attractive to, yeah, like... Yeah, but they changed their uniform. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, the Ed Hardy's no longer cool. That's a decade old. So they got it at uh, Winners or Value? No, uh, Valley Village, I think, for real. <laughs> really? Yeah. Was it, like, given with irony, or was, like... It was given with like straight-up irony. Okay, good. <laughs> I thought it was, like... it's. What does it say? Well, I was trying to pretend... It says... Love kills slowly. <laughs> love kills slowly. But like a tattoo, so like in different sections. And I thought it was yeah. so over the top. I thought it was like a spoof of an No, it was just, they were always that awful. Yeah. Wow. It's probably my cousins that got donated from Valley Village, actually. Probably wearing his hand-me-downs. Just giving ironically. people your old clothes. <laughs> ironically. You're a douchebag. I had a great Christmas. Um, so basically, after I left... The recording of this podcast last week, my life turned into Hurricane Wesley again. He's in town, right? Mm-hmm. First thing we do, we go to the airport to pick him up. Um, that's all I have to do. I have to pick up my dad from the airport and drop off Camilla at the house that she's making turkey Can we at. talk about how, okay, real quick, Yeah, on the Wesley train. So we did a comp. This is like two weeks ago now, maybe yeah. a week, a week and a half, whatever. And uh, we, did, we did a show where you go up and you just talk about... How weird your dad is without ever actually describing him being weird at all. And I know how weird Wesley is. But in your mind, everyone knows all the intricacies of your social media and podcast. And they don't. I know. So you just brushed over every story. Yeah, Yeah, it was terrible. That was the hardest I bombed in forever. I'm going to redeem myself tonight. And then then I go, I was hosting. Okay, yeah. And then I went on. And I was like, you're totally underselling it. And I told a story about how he, we were playing paintball. And I don't had think the, we even talked about paintball on the podcast. That was a fun. My, we must have talked about the paintball on the podcast. We forgot to. Whatever. There's I, no fucking way. I got shot in the penis. Oh, no, no, no. I'm telling it if we didn't talk about this on the podcast. It's not I, for sure we did. No, I remember we we said. Fine, I'll tell it. So Caleb goes up and bombs to these stories about how his dad had different cups. That was the that was the pinnacle of, the, of his punchlines. His dad has four different cups. And everyone's like, all right. No, the, and the I'm like, look. was the tea is made. All I have to do is boil the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to dead silence. And uh, I'm hosting, so I'm like. Caleb is underselling underselling the shit out of this. His dad is actually super fucking weird. <laughs> we went paintballing for Simeon's birthday. He's been on the podcast. Yeah. You guys should know him by now. We went paintballing. Two hours in, Caleb gets shot in the dick. Right in the tip of the right penis. Right in the tip of the dick. I seriously was rolling on the ground writhing in pain. It hurt so bad. 
you know the circular welts you get yeah like if you play like sting pong or whatever you want to call it paintball or whatever sting pong that's uh, we used to play it as kids you take that's not a real game you you play ping pong and for every point you lose you get to hit it at the other guy's back okay it was fun for us you just grew up with a lot of brothers yeah yeah it's fun for us when we were 10 but you get those circular welts i had a circular cheerio welt right on the tip of my penis it was a darker blue so painful right Mm -hmm. so painful it hurt for like 20 minutes and then it hurt for like hours, but it was excruciating for like twenty minutes. And like I don't know, this is an hour and a half in, maybe two hours, something like that. We're and all laughing. Everyone surrounding Caleb, laughing their ass I off. I showed at him. everybody. Then he pulls out his dick. There is that welt on the end of it. It's so fucking funny. And then Wesley goes, "That wouldn't happen to me." And everyone's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I'm like, "You're fat and slow. Of course, it's gonna happen to you." And uh, he goes, "No, it wouldn't happen to me." Unzips his pants. <laughs> Reaches his hand into his underwear and pulls under the out a fucking Tupperware container. <laughs> under the boxers. <laughs> under the boxers. <laughs> that he uses to put his lemons in. Like it was a fucking prank. Yeah, like he, but he had it there the whole time. For two hours. That was the beauty of it is that he just pulled it out of nowhere. That's the most insane thing I've ever seen someone do. Dude, almost the same story. We were and there's at, probably lemons and cheese in that a week later. Yeah, Joe was, was like, it's for your lemons. <laughs> <laughs> Um, almost the same story. We were in Costco and he, we got talking about caviar or something. I was like, it's disgusting. I don't like who, who eats that paste. He's like, I eat it all the time. And he just pulls out a tube of caviar paste that he had in his pocket and eats it in line at Costco. Like just had it on him. The first time he told me this, I died laughing. <laughs> and now I just started to accept the things he does as normal. Yeah. You know, so now it's like, okay, I guess that's what Wesley does now. So that's what I was getting to. So the first. I didn't even know they made tubes of caviar. Yeah. He gets them on like when he's in Europe and he brings them back home and he just like had it in his pocket to like have a bite of caviar whenever he feels like, like a fucking stick of gum, except it's worse. Is the... <laughs> Your breath smells like fish. Yeah. Like a, like a crusty old tube, <clears throat> like, like a tube of, uh. I'm picturing it's made of metal. Yeah, like a yeah. like one of those like athlete's foot cream tubes. Mm-hmm, exactly. And it's crunkled and cracked with like yeah. fish spilling. You know out. why I know what it looks like? Because I buy Italian tomato paste in the exact same tube. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got caviar in that just on him. Yeah. So you can tell a good caviar. He's so weird. So yeah, so this is every time he comes to town, this is what I have to deal with. So I go to pick him up from the airport. This is all this is supposed to be the trip. I'm picking up my dad from the airport, dropping Camilla off at uh, her friends so she can prep turkey for turkey dinner, right? Mm-hmm. It's 10 in the morning. I go to the airport with Camilla. Camilla forgets the turkey, of course. So I drop my parents off at Costco, take her up to Black Mountain, which is like a 20-minute drive, go all the way down, get to turkey, drive it all the way up, 20 minutes back. Yep. Uh, she forgets the roasting pan, and nobody's You're home. And me. nobody has a roasting pan there. I go on to go get, get the roasting pan. Fuck Back off. out to there. Get Go to Costco. Now we take... Little trick. Sheet pan works better if anyone has to go all the way back down. We go from Costco, all, like... You know, thousand dollars worth of groceries for being a week because he's Wesley, right? Mm-hmm. So Costco groceries for him and my mom. I guess my family was there, but their fridge is full and they're leaving in three days. So there's all this food is going to be mine. And yeah, I was just going to say it's not going to go to waste. Well, some of it will because it's just too much. That's, right? Yeah, true. So then we go unload all the groceries. He takes his groceries up in suitcases, so he just like. 
What? What do you mean? Because he doesn't like carrying shit ever. So he takes his suitcases, dumps all the Dunks clothes all the, all the clothes, clothes on the goes back down, loads it up with Groceries. milk and eggs. Yeah, that spill sometimes. The milk spilled in the suitcase, right? He's got now milk suitcase. It's fucking insane. Yeah, so it, it, it's like, fucking insane. You lie it down, right? You put all the groceries in, then he stands it up to wheel it. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, so yeah, everything that was now on the bottom is now on the side, crushing A the shit that was on the top. Of, of vertical groceries. That's fucking retarded. We bring that all that is upstairs. so retarded. Then we're off to the big steel box now the big steel box is the bane of my existence okay we used to live in a massive house right there was five kids my mom and dad we always had friends over it was like a, i don't know i don't bad with the square foot i think it was like eight thousand square feet it was a massive fucking That's house. A big fucking house yeah two-car garage full of shit okay shit literal garbage brochures from the 90s <clears throat> about what uh, like church shit oh of course well and just like my dad's a bit of a hoarder he doesn't like to waste yeah, or throw stuff out so we just got like just junk, right? Just money he likes to like waste. Punching bags, like you name it. Uh racks of like ski stuff from when we were five that we'll never use again, but he just like can't throw it out or can't donate. I don't know what the fuck, right? Like that is bizarre. Twenty years worth of luggage, like broken suitcases that he just saves in case. They got he broke when he was carrying groceries you know, in him. Yeah, yeah, right. Like the wheels bent a little bit. He's like, it's it'll work. This one smells you, like yeah. rotten milk. Like Boxes and boxes of cassettes. So anyways, that's all in our house. Cassettes. Cassettes. They're making a comeback. Maybe he held off for the right time. Dude, he literally, th- like, praying CDs or yeah, tapes, right? Yeah. Prayers from the desert, cassette, mm-hmm. 4,000 units, right? And he's like, I'm going to sell these to Africans. I'm like, Africans have flip phones now, Dad. Th- th- this is obsolete. Oh, that's his mind? He's like, they still have cassette recorders? Well, he goes to, like, third the- world countries yeah. and, like, performs, preaches there. What's he going to bring them on the plane? Yeah. That's what he does. He brings... Uh, oh, you're serious? Yeah. So he brings his clothes in a carry-on, and the check bag is full of product that he sells. That is so hilariously insulting to bring Africans <laughs> tapes when CDs and I digital media I threw all those away. So, but, so anyways, he's got 20 years of shit, and he gets two, three big steel boxes. What are the like shipping containers, regular size? What are those? <clears throat> oh, they're the, fucking huge. I don't remember. 45 feet by... 15 feet. So he's got three of them at first that he's paying 250 bucks a month for to store literal garbage, right? And he's, they've been reduced now to one and it's stuffed to the fucking roof of crap, of bullshit, of CDs, tapes, stuff we're never going to use. Like old Who moved clothes. it? Who consolidated it? I oh. did all this shit, right? You should just start chucking them. So we go to the big seal box. I do. I did. I threw them out by the thousands and he lost his mind, right? So we go to the big seal box because we need to get Christmas decorations for the week that he's... I don't like decorations. I like decorations. I... <laughs> I'm the kind of guy that doesn't make his bed. I don't fold my laundry. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? We need to put it up and take it down. And it's all my job. I like the tree. Sure. So my mom wanted the tree. So I have to crawl, literally crawl. I put this on Instagram if you want to see. I'm Army crawling. crawling. Of fucking bounds. Well, climbing and crawling across the top to get mm-hmm. this tree out the back. I get that. Fucking bring it to the house. You know, he wants four boxes of decorations. I bring it all up there. You know, set up the tree. Bring it all back down. I... I I'm trailing off just like I did on Thursday, but the story ends like I was out till 10 o'clock at night driving my dad around just doing bullshit. We went out for presents after that and he's just like, isn't this great? I'm like, no, this is the worst. And then he's going to leave and I have to take all those decorations down and shove them back in the big steel box. It's sweet though. How's it Christmas without decorations? I guess, right? No lights, no tree. I get it. No anything. Just I- a regular day now. I get. I like when other people put up decorations. Oh yeah, you just don't like doing work. I think that's what this whole story is. Yeah, I'm fucking lazy. He already pays you the rest of the time to not do anything. It's kind of my job. I get it. I mean, I just. Ugh. Anyways, so 
that's been I've just been dealing with him. I mean, it's not your job as an employee, but maybe as a son. Yeah, uh, a grateful one. He wants to fish <laughs> off his fucking deck. I know. He got. He's like, get the fishing rods. There's tons like of three carp. stories up, right? He's on the fourth floor. Four stories. He's there's, he sees carp in the pond behind our house, and he's literally told me to get the fishing stuff when I was in the big seal box, so he could fish from his deck. You should have did it. And he's like, you should have fucking did it. Why would you take that away like, from the world? He's like, it's a public like, pond. Couldn't you love the I cops have a to license. come? I, I just what's he? he, he he like made me do a video about it. Like he was gonna. He's like, I don't think it's illegal, dude. But four stories, it's got to be some bylaw bylaw shit. You know what? They would never write that in there. No, no, it would just be hilarious. And there'd be though. Strata would do something like dang, endangering the public, like throwing hooks. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Fucking. <sighs> it would have been worth it to have a video of your dad, non-ironically fishing from four stories up. <laughs> See, if it's some dickhead doing it just to be a dick, that's like, eh, that's kind of funny. He bought a, Your dad sincerely fishing from four stories up because he doesn't want to walk all the way down is hilarious. So, so he loves fishing, right? He buys his own smoker. He's on the fourth floor. There's six floors in this building. Yeah. He smokes fish on his deck. <laughs> they must hate him. Yeah, he's a fucking douche. <laughs> he smokes fish on this fourth floor deck. He's a crazy... Smoking up the two balconies. Dude, he'll park his car... Him. This was the last fishing trip. We got, you know, fucking five guys worth of gear, rods, waders, you know, mm-hmm. clothes. Like I roof, love fishing, too. The roof rack, the trunk. Okay, but pull into your spot and unload your car. He drives right up to the door where the elevator is, like blocking people in, and just starts unloading. Of course, a car comes. Everybody load the shit back in so he can move the car. The car comes. He fucking... He's just like that. It's just the way... He has no concept... Of uh, seeing a minute into the future. Well, it's more like... Foresight, I believe that's called. He doesn't really consider other people... Like, he doesn't like live in a society. He that's, wants to live uh, in called a... narcissism. No, it's not that. Because he wouldn't mind if you were doing it. He'd be like, oh yeah, load your car, I don't care. But other people fucking hate that, right? Mm-hmm. And because it doesn't bother him, he thinks he's not bothering anybody. It's, it's, just, a, it's just like... Pretty sure it's still narcissism, but... It's not narcissism because he's really got a big heart and he cares about everybody. It's more like I do. I like I talk about this. He doesn't understand like other people's tastes. Like if he want if he likes something, he wants everybody to enjoy something that he likes. So he'll just put hot sauce on your food. <laughs> this is great. I'm like you know it what? burns my mouth. I hate it. It tastes like pain. He's like you like it. I like it. You like it. You're like no, Dad. I do that for my roommate. Because I do all the cooking, and he's, like, a too autistic to have taste buds. Yeah. So I'm like, you can't live your life eating no sauce, no anything on his food. Want some caviar? I so, got yeah. in my pocket. So I'll be making a burger, and I'm like, I'm making it. So if you want one, you're getting pickles or onions? Pick. You're getting one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit which one you pick. You're getting one of them. Can't live in a society with a plain burger on a bun with just cheese. What the fuck is that? That's it's, what Angus does? Yes. No sauce. Chicken fingers. But no ketchup, no mayo, no tartar. That is like the fries, mo- no ketchup, no vinegar, no anything. Dude, I'm a white person. I want to see that's the most fucking white boy shit I ever heard in my life. It turns like that's crazy. It is white. It's like white white boy when, white boy when they're six. Yeah, <laughs> you know. All right. So Kyle, do you remember what we read about last week? A Levite and his concubine. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was horrifying. Yeah, so they went. So they went, stayed in a house. Uh, basically, the same story as Sodom and Gomorrah, right? I guess this is like, a good thing why this shit needs to be released because I felt really bad after uh, that episode. Just like, 
Because not about myself. I didn't feel bad about what I said whatsoever. Yeah. Double down on every joke I made because it's a fucking comedy podcast. Suck my dick. <laughs> but I'm like, people believe this and they just brush it over. Because I get messages from people on like Reddit and shit. They're yeah. like, yeah, when I read this, never thought it was fucked up. It was just like, that's a thing that happened in the Bible. And now it's like, holy shit, this is the most fucked up thing ever. Well, yeah, you, you disassociate Completely, it. I guess. You're like, that's a different time. That's what they did then. But if you read it... it like, I, felt, I felt a little better If you, yeah. with the messages after. I was like, well, maybe the podcast does do something. Probably not. Probably well, not. you read it like it's a fantasy book and then pretend it's... That's you the, read it like it was uh, the Vikings... Not I even, guess not even really that because even if I heard the Vikings did that, I'd be like, "That's a fucked up thing that they did to that person." Mm-hmm. I this is just, I'm talking just personally. I remember reading these kind of stories and like just thinking this is a, the Bible times and it's a thing that happened. But now God is really good and nice to everybody. It, it's like this weird disassociation you make in your mind, yeah. at least at least in my case. And then when you come back at, and like revisit it as like, let's pretend this actually happened and this is something that God liked or saw doesn't even have to like it but why was it added well this is the next chapter is israel going to war because of this yeah so this was the start of a war basically so it's propaganda yeah however like the sodom and gomorrah thing you know that's just a that was god you know exactly remember the the angels had to go remind him they're like hey look there's some gay gays butt fucking over there he's like you know yeah kill them all can't allow that so so yeah so the they you know, rape this guy's concubine. Probably to death. some straights buck fucking too. When they find out how good the gays are doing it, you know, like might as well give that a shot. You can't, you can't say you're straight Could, and have butt sex with a man. No, 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 with a woman. Oh, <laughs> I only assumed with. I don't know why I assumed that. Do you think you could ever get to the point in your relationship where you would allow your girlfriend to peg you? No. Why not? What are you a homophobe? Yeah, no, I just don't like it. Do you want to get? How do you know you don't like it? You haven't tried it. Yeah, I have. Oh, yeah, have you? Yeah, I sit on dildos all the time on my own time. Just not with her. Oh, that's no, fucking I mean, awesome. No, I haven't tried it. I, I mean, a girl's put a finger in my butt before. I was like, that, I don't, that feels weird. Yeah. That's not it, uncomfortable. Not only does it not feel good. Yeah. It feels like I don't respect you as much as I did right before you did that. Well, I, I mean, I was like, okay, like at first, like, okay, this is a thing I have not tried. And then now that I've tried it, wasn't my favorite. No, I was like, right? straight up, don't go down there. Yeah. And I was like, I've had lots of girls try. I'm like, first of all, I got IBS. So whatever happens is on you. Yeah. <laughs> and second of all, I don't think either of us want that. I mean, I let her do it. I had the experience, was, wasn't my favorite. We, you know, so now I know I don't like it, right? I mean, I, I would never ask somebody to do it i think that's something you just got to do and see if you like it so yeah i agree i mean i got i obviously got a, i made, wrote a whole joke about how it yeah. seems gay but no one will admit that it's a little gay no doing jokes on the podcast even though i've done two already right. this podcast all right so let's move on so that joke is actually banned it's in banned. comedy so so anyways they at the end of the story this concubine is uh dead the master leaves her there he cuts her up into 12 pieces and sends her around israel for what reason as just like, as a symbol as yeah, symbolism look what they did to my wife yeah but then look what you did yeah i know then look what you did and what are they getting and they don't get, know the context of the this head? of this arm i get yeah it comes with here's a hand what does it come with a whole handwritten letter explaining how she got to this point in blood yeah and then i chopped her up and you're like huh okay 
Guess I can get on board. So I'll just read. Do you think the, he cut her up like a like a turkey just at the joints? I'll read. Well, twelve pieces. So you got your limbs and your head exactly. and your torso. That's five. Yeah, I, but your arm is like a chicken wing. You separate that at the elbow. Yeah, that's two. And the knees, right? Yeah. So you got. I got two arm. Two, <laughs> two, four, six, eight. Yeah. Torso, head. That's still ten. You got to cut the torso in half. That's eleven. Mm-hmm. So you got to cut you're the torso. You're gonna have to cut the. You're gonna have to quarter it. Yeah. Like a cow. That is fucked. I mean, what if she he just cut off all the fingers and toes and then just sent 12 of those? <laughs> that would be as good of a message, I would bet. I don't understand what the message is, really. You want a toe, dude? I can get you it's a toe. It's something that clearly didn't happen. Who is, he, uh, who is he giving these to? You know, people have to deliver them. I'll read the last paragraph. So this is Judges uh, 20, or 19, 29. When he reached home, he took a knife and cut up his concubine limb by limb into 12 parts and sent them into all the areas of Israel. Everyone who saw it said, such a thing has never been seen or done, not since the day the Israelites came out of Egypt. Think about it! Exclamation point. Consider it! Exclamation point. Tell us what to do. So everyone's clearly pissed off. I mean, that's a pretty crazy story. He's like, never a thing has been attempted, but luckily it didn't happen because I threw my wife at them. I got out (laughs) scot-free. I was totally fine. So luckily that almost happened, but I threw my... Whatever, yeah. my hole. I threw one of my holes at them, and they're like, that's good enough. We don't need to rape you anymore. Dude, you're re- you're really on the right track here. So <laughs> this is Judges 20. Then all the Israelites from Dan to Beersheba came from the land of, and, and from the land of Gilead, came out as one man and assembled before the Lord in Mizpah. The leaders of all the people of the tribes of Israel took their places in the assembly of the people of God. 400,000 soldiers armed with swords. No fucking way that's true. That is an outrageously huge number for an army in that time. The the Assyrians and Babylonians who amassed the biggest ancient armies ever didn't have... We need to set like a rule of the Bible. You know how like... Well, every... So this is not unique to the Bible. The Romans, the Greeks, everybody inflated their numbers. My point is... But the Bible is the word of God, so fuck you, right? When you... Like when you were younger, at least it was a trope in movies. Since my answer was zero, it doesn't apply to me. But when you asked how many people you hooked up with, yeah, for dudes, you would divide it by three. And for women, you would multiply by three. That was the rule. So if a guy says one... I never lied about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I know. But you know the trope, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we have to develop something like that, like divide by 10 for the Bible. 40,000 would be a significant force. It'd be pretty big. Yeah, so we'll divide by 10. Yeah. yeah. Same with a million fighting men. That is outrageous. 100,000. That's the First World War German army. By Get the out way. of here, is it? Yeah. <laughs> is it that many fucking people? The, the, the entire Roman Empire. <laughs> that almost took over the entire world. The entire Roman Empire at its height, in all of its armies combined, yep. the higher estimates are around 800,000 soldiers in the entire Roman Empire. So fuck you. If yeah, that's fucking insane. It's crazy. So, anyway. So, it probably wasn't even 100. Ah, who knows? Yeah, so f- let's say, so 400,000. We'll just read the Bible. 40,000. Yeah, you can put that in your head. That put seems that in your head. a little bit realistic, you know? Tell it. So, 400,000 men come with swords and say, tell us what to do, basically. They say, tell us this awful thing. That, tell us how this awful thing happened. So, the Levite, the husband of the murdered woman, said, I and my concubine came to Gilead. Oh, sorry, Gibeah and Benjamin to spend the night. During the night, the men of Gibeah came after me and surrounded the house, intending to kill me. They raped my concubine and she died. I took my no, yeah, I no, no, yeah, wolves. I didn't throw her. <laughs> no remorse. 
Yeah, so they came for me. They raped my concubine. She died. I, I... Luckily, I was I was quick witted enough to throw my concubine at them. <laughs> you didn't say that. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, good move, bro. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> wasn't that drunk? Thought on my toes. Could you imagine? I mean, I can't imagine. Like, imagine you get just you're in your car and six gangsters start knocking on the window and you just push your wife out there. Like, what kind of a fucking scumbag are we talking about? Here's the thing. I think the people that would do that are the ones that uh, uh, the the social justice warrior types that's yeah the just... climb on all these hills of authority. When every dude I know that I grew up in sports would like die defending, yes, you. Yeah. they all would. Yeah, and I guarantee you. And but those people, if someone say coming... bad things, you know, yeah, according to the higher morality figures that weigh 110 pounds, it would crawl under a desk immediately and throw their wife at them. Yeah, like but two seconds. So so they raped her and she died. I took my concubine, cut her into. They pieces. raped her and she died. They raped her to death. That's it's what... the same thing, but I mean. Technically, no, because they raped her throughout the night, and at dawn they let her go. At daybreak, the woman went back. Yeah, to the I house. know from rape-related injuries. <laughs> of course, but I feel like rape to death means she died while you were raping her, which is this is a very I don't even explicit that's... conversation. <laughs> also, <laughs> it's uh, you know, tomato tomato. It's half of one, two of the other, or whatever the fuck that expression is. <laughs> Twelve parts of one. Yeah. So. They, uh, I took my concubine, cut her into pieces, and sent one to one piece to each reason of in Israel's inheritance, because they committed this lewd and disgraceful act in Israel. Now, all you Israelites, speak up and give me your verdict. Now, if you remember in Deuteronomy chapter thirteen, what the Lord said to do to a town that's done evil, mm-hmm. put them to death with the sword, all their animals, right? Mm-hmm. Pile up all their belongings in the middle of town and burn it. So, so not them. No, but that's the, the whole town. <clears throat> Kill the town, too? Kill the whole town. That's, oh, and their animals and their possessions and, their and wipe possessions. it off. Yes, yes, exactly. Exterminate That's it completely. That's God's justice, by the way. That's the, the holy right. the wrongdoing do. of maybe 30 or 40 rapists. Yeah, you kill everybody, and that's justice. <laughs> Which, honestly, if a town has 40 door-to-door rapists... <laughs> <laughs> that is such a crazy thing. I think you probably have systemic issues... They go beyond that. I can't even. Okay. I can see how soldiers like in conquering a place would do something like that. I can fathom that too. But like, let's form a rape mob. Yeah. in Within our own town. Let's go get. For any new person that comes in. Surround this guy's house and just rape him. <laughs> for, Who the fuck does that? And it's not even. It is for pleasure because they accepted the woman instead. But that, that, So it's not even a power thing. It's not even like prison where you're yeah. like you're getting this because we can't watch you in your or whatever. Town. Yeah, but it's just like ah, well, we'll take second best your concubine. Imagine like, we really wanted to fuck you in your ass and mouth. So they see this guy walk into town, and then you're shooting the shit, drinking some beer. You're like, what do you say we round up the boys? <laughs> You'll be fun. Go pound hey them guys, the door. I don't know if you ever thought of this. What the fuck does that even idea come from? How about this? He's like, guys. Way out there idea. (laughs) We've never done this before. I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't know where you stand. Just saying it. Let's. What if we all 
Fuck that guy. That's a great fucking idea, dude. <laughs> yeah, right? I've been waiting for someone to say that. I've been you, thinking it. I was too nervous to say it. You know what? I just thought I would. I've had a couple <laughs> drags. I just thought I'd throw that out Let's there. You want to do, do it? I'll call my brothers. You know what? I'm pretty sure that <laughs> old guy just took him in that house. <laughs> my brothers are down for this. I got cousins. You got cousins. Let's cut. Let's oh, get... let's make it a family thing. <laughs> yeah. Reunite the boys. Get your pitchforks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's They're like almost cousins, too. Yeah. And, and then, okay, guys. Uh, I talked to the guy. He doesn't want to come out here, but he's sending us his wife and this guy's daughter. We cool with that? He's like, sure. I mean, there's 40 of us, so we could just break down the door. Nah. Nah, that seems too violent. Yeah. Too violent of an act. So that's the crate. So that's what happened. So okay. So he said we can ha- we can fuck his donkey or his concubine. Either or. I'll, I'll Either do, or. I'll do the donkey for the lulls. <laughs> it's a party trick at this point. Donkey you guys ever it. seen a fucking donkey as a joke before? You have to go to Tijuana for that. Oh man, I could. I don't know if I could watch one of those. I mean, everybody says they go to a donkey show, but who actually goes and watches one of those? If an act, I don't think they exist anymore. <laughs> There's, I don't think they do. I think Tijuana is like a dead. Uh, it's like all those town. sex moves where it's like you punch her in the face and come in her broken nose. No, but Tijuana like, does those. No, things. but Tijuana is on the border of Mexico. It was the party town until all the drug cartels took it over. I mean, somebody did I that like, once, and no, it's I think a like thirty years forever. ago. I think they had donkey shows like every week. Like, uh, I think a woman just blew and fucked a donkey every week. Yeah, or like once a month. Look, you go to like a third world country. This is all hearsay. Imagine for that me. was your goddamn job. But this is a I thing. gotta go fuck this donkey tonight, like I did last week and the week before. Okay, you realize <laughs> it's not a job they choose. I understand that, but it's... which once you fa- factor that in. <laughs> That they have other options and are probably. I understand. I just can't imagine doing it more than once. Fifty percent forced to being doing it. Yeah, but there's also like porn tricks where women shoot like darts out of their pussy and pool balls. That's and... that's not the same. <laughs> you know what? It's not that different. I guess. I mean, it isn't the same, but it's humiliating either way. Sure. It's just... At least the donkeys have donkeys a good time. Donkeys are huge animals. Hell yeah, they are. And they're like, you don't know like a donkey's going to kick you in the face. I think they tie them down, no? I, they must. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know, know either. But if I was running a donkey show, I would tie it down. Okay, so ver- back to the Bible now. So Back to the very similar story of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so now all you Israelites... Usually we say those things and then we go, okay, back to nothing to do with what we said. Okay, so... Back to 80% accuracy. So now all you Israelites, speak up and give me your verdict. So this is... So, so the, he wants... So 400,000 people come around with swords. He tells them the story. But wait a second. He's not He's not asking a verdict on how moral and just he was in this situation. No, he did, He left that out. Yeah. No, he thinks... He's like, I am. I did nothing wrong. So they, they did, so they did this thing. Anyway, so he's got 400,000 guys with swords. 40,000, we'll say. Right, and he says that's what they did. No, we're saying the Bible. What I just want mean? you in your mind to think forty thousand. Okay, yeah, four hundred thousand men. He's talking to. They can all hear him too yep. without mm-hmm. a microphone. No problem. They gathered. They're in telephoning some, it back to each other. They, this is some massive field surrounded by an amphitheater of rocks. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Okay, perfect acoustics. So, all the people rose as one man. Saying, oh, oh, okay, yeah. Four, so they all heard them at the same time. Four hundred thousand people. This guy's a powerful speaker. Do you ever consider that? I, but also, also in Me fairness, in fairness, it basically that could just mean the whole crowd agreed, right? Everyone cheered. Yeah, yeah. So all people rose as one man. Saying, so like the front ten percent heard it, and then the rest just went, "Yeah, dude!" Imagine the telephone game from four hundred. That's what I was soldiers. saying. Yeah. yeah, by the back row, they're like, <laughs> they'd be like, okay. 
He wants us to fuck him to death. We gotta reassemble we gotta fuck this guy to death. We gotta reassemble the twelve pieces of this concubine <laughs> <laughs> and fuck him with it. Okay, God. Okay. Um, all the people rose as one man. Could you sang. imagine how easy it'd be to misconstrue anything that we said on this then? podcast? No, no, back well, that too. Back then, though, he could just like tell a story to four hundred thousand people. By the time it gets halfway through, not even close. Oh yeah, that could turn around on him immediately. Dude, that scene from Life of Brian, bastard all the cheese makers. <laughs> I've never seen. Life You've of never Brian. seen it. I know. It? I've never seen any Monty Python. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. I own them all. Okay, you're not <laughs> I've never seen them in seven years when we get to the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Because you need to know what the Bible says first, because it's really based on the Bible. We're going to watch Life of Brian, and you're going to laugh your dick off. Perfect. It's so fucking funny. Or you can just read the New Testament and watch Life of Brian. You can watch it without knowing that, but there's a lot of good Bible jokes in there. Oh, wait. Okay. I've waited this long. So all the, pe- all the people rose as one man saying, none of us will go home. No, not one of us will return to his house. But now this is what we'll do to Gibeah. We'll go up against Not one it. of us will return to his house. The house of the old man? Uh, or they won't go to home their to their house. own house. Like, They're going immediately. We're pissed off. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're taking action. <clears throat> we're going to go to Gibeah. We will go up against it as the lot directs. I mean, at this part, I'm like, yeah, I'm for it. Kill the whole fucking town. So as the lot directs, they basically are going to draw lots and see who oh, goes Oh, which first. town got burned down? Uh, oh, the door-to-door rapist? Yeah. Yeah, well, we're cool. <laughs> That's fine. So... Well, as the law directs. It really got trickled down to just uh, the Mormons we have now. Used to be. What do you mean? Well, our door-to-door, the door-to-door, oh, the door-to-door rel- religion, the door-to-door religions have really, <laughs> have really toned down their technique. Yeah. Yeah. They come in pairs years, of women yeah. and they're just like, may we come in? I've never had, a, no, never had one girl show up to my house. So I, I was a dude. Yeah. I had two girls and they uh, left immediately and said they were going to call their pastor. Just because I was like so enthusiastic about asking them about the Bible that they... We're like, this guy's too weird. Yeah, I like weirded them out. Yeah, for sure. I was like, I've been waiting for you my whole life. I have so many questions. <laughs> Actually? Based, like, not that many words, but basically I was like... In energy. I am very interested. I've never had a girl in this house before. <laughs> they were old ladies. They were not... It was not like that at all, but I was basically, like, too enthusiastic and there to fuck with them because I had nothing to do that day. I was staying at my parents' house. Mm-hmm. I told the story before. Yeah, you did. Yeah, anyways. So, uh... We'll go up against it as the lot directs. We will take 10 men out of every 100 from all the tribes of Israel and 100 from every 1,000 and 1,000 from every 10,000 to get provisions for the army. Now, that is a long-winded way of saying we're taking 10% of everybody for this fucking mm-hmm. deal. When the, then when the army arrives at Gibeah and Benjamin... So Gibeah must be much smaller if they can take 10%. Exactly. Benjamin is one of the 12 tribes. This is a civil war. Let's remember that. Yeah. So Benjamin is one of the tribes of Israel and Ben, you know, the city is in the like county or, you know, province of Benjamin. Uh, so then when the army arrives at Gibeah in Benjamin, it can give them what they deserve for all this vileness done in Israel. So all the men of Israel got together and united as one man against the city. The tribes of Israel sent men throughout the tribe of Benjamin saying, what about this awful crime that was committed among you? Now surrender those wicked men of Gibeah so that we may put them to death and purge this evil from Israel. So Israel, in fairness, goes to Benjamin says, give us those guys. We're going to kill them. Benjamin, for some reason. Goes, nope. That's kind of our whole thing. <laughs> That's what we do here. Yeah, I don't know if you know that, but we're establishing a new order. 
So now surrender those wicked men. But the Benjaminites would not listen to their fellow Israelites. Man, I don't care if some people from Saskatchewan showed up and said, listen, the town of Vernon's been butt raping everybody who goes there. But like, go ahead, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not standing up for those fucking assholes. No. In fact, show me zero proof. Yeah. Just have at it. <laughs> okay, so I keep losing my spot. But the Benjaminites would not listen to their fellow Israelites. From their towns, they came together at Gibeah to fight against the Israelites. Okay, so I understand how the rest of Israel's motivated right now to go to war against Benjamin. What do you say as a Benjaminite? Like, can you believe these 11 tribes are coming against us with this slanderous rumor, what the guys at Gibeah did? We're going to resist 400,000 men. If you're in their position and it is completely false, yeah, you're like, fuck it. I guess, I'll die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they made it up, like, again, <laughs> mm-hmm. this is a, the winner's right history, right? So this is a Levite story about some concubine, right? I'm so, sure shit happened back sure, then. So it's hard to say how yeah, truth, true it was. Cause I'm sure rumors are very easily spread. It's, like who knows what it was really, let's say this happened, right? And mm-hmm. Benjamin, there was a civil war in Israel yeah. and all of Israel fucked over Benjamin, traditionally one of the smallest tribes. But they did ask for the 40 people. Did they ask for them like by name? It says, surrender those wicked men of Gibeah so we may put them to death mm-hmm. and purge this evil from Israel. But this is, it's crazy that the Benjaminites would resist because listen to how many men they It have. is crazy. So at once the Benjaminites mobilized 26,000 swordsmen from their towns in addition to 7,000, cho- or 700, sorry, chosen from among those living in Gibeah. Among all these soldiers were 700 chosen men who were left-handed, each of them whom could sing a slown, sling a stone at a hair and not miss. So they were basically elites. So they were uh, Seven, snipers. Slingshot snipers. <laughs> left-handed slingshot snipers. Is that is that a positive thing in the Bible, being left-handed? No. Um, God's always talking about it as mm-hmm. right-handed So left-hand. why did it say it like it was positive? It's just that's something about the Benjaminites. They were okay. all left-handed. And also, 700 they left-handed dudes. Like, what's the fucking chances of that? Yeah, you got some fucked up shit going in your town. Yeah. Maybe switch water supplies. <laughs> like, how many people are left-handed naturally? And to have... that's, that's a problem when you get too many creative types, you know, in a room at once. They just start raping. <laughs> it's just a solution to everything. Such a weird thing. To, like, I need 700 elite soldiers, but they must be left-handed. I think that was a way to slander them, but also it's... But then it also th- said they could snipe a hare or whatever with a, with a rock. Yeah, Benjamin is famous for being... This is actually a little-known thing that my uh, tour guide told me when we went to uh, where Goliath and David fought. Yeah. So David killed Goliath with a sling. That's the famous story. Mm-hmm. But Did that, do we read that? No, we haven't read it yet. That's <clears throat> coming up in okay. 200 pages. Gotcha. So like next year. But I thought they didn't. I thought they... He got his eyes gouged out. That was Samson. Oh. Samson got his eyes gouged out. Right. David and Goliath is later. So the Goliath is different than Samson? Yeah, he's a Philistine. Samson was an Israelite. Samson's like the exact same description as Goliath. He's not a Without giant. Without the hair. He's not a giant, and he was just strong. He was just, he was a, it said he was tall and handsome, I think, and but strong, right? Goliath, Samson. Goliath is nine feet tall in the Bible. Okay. So he's a giant, right? So anyways, David kills Goliath with a sling, but what's little known is the Benjaminites, which King Saul was a Benjaminite. It's the smallest tribe in Israel. Mm-hmm. They, they're famous for being the best slings, 
like sling warriors in the ancient world and Israel. It's a good thing to take up when you're well, when you're three and a half feet tall. That's the irony, though, that they got David to kill Goliath with a sling when King Saul was a Benjaminite and presumably pretty good with a sling already, right? I don't get why that's ironic. It's not ironic, but it's uh, it's I, I don't know what the device word is for the story, but. King Saul should have been capable of doing it, but he didn't do Why it because he's, he? he's a pussy. Oh, okay. See, I didn't get that part. He was just scared. So so he got someone to fight on his behalf? Yeah. And David, who was not a Benjaminite, he was from the tribe of Judah. Oh, see, I didn't know that sling. either. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyways, so they got their 700 elite slingshot warriors and 26,000 These are the Benjaminites. Men. These are the rapers. Against 400,000. Door-to-door rapists. I got, so, but let's put that in perspective. Yeah, but range... <laughs> 700 <laughs> elites and 26 so 26,700 against 400,000 they're actually going to fight they're that's the plan i guess so do they have a big wall they can stand up on it doesn't say and slingshot from a so from afar 400,000 people against 26,700 israel the back to the bible verse 17 israel apart from benjamin mustered 400,000 swordsmen all of them fighting men as in They've done this before. They're not just like farmers with a sword. Yeah. They're, all fu- they're all warriors. The Which is-, is much worse. Yeah. They're, as in- much, much worse. Yeah. The Israelites went up to Bethel and inquired of God. They said, who of us should go first and fight against the Benjaminites? The Lord replied, Judah shall go first. I don't know if the Lord replied in a voice or a text message or some weird sign. When Probably they- he used his wind. Okay. So he blew and said, Judah. Yeah, and everyone was like, oh, that's God. <laughs> the next morning, the Israelites got up and pitched camp near Gibeah. The men of Israel went out to fight the Benjaminites and took up battle positions against them at Gibeah. The Benjaminites came out of Gibeah and cut down 22,000 Israelites on the battlefield that day. Holy fuck. 400,000 against 26,000, 22,000 casualties on the big side the first Zero day. Zero on the little side? I, doesn't say. However... God said, Judah, go first. 22,000 people from the tribe of Judah get cut down. I, and God said that. God should have put a protection spell on them like he like he has done on occasion. How the fuck does God say, I think it's Judah's turn to go first and they lose that bad? Because he's like, he had a, he had a, God, I mean, Judah in his sleep blasphemed him, you know, unintentionally. <laughs> And uh, now he's got to pay for it. He's got to pay the ultimate price of his whole family dying. It's just hilarious that they did all the right steps, right? They asked if we should do this. But there is God no... God says yes. God says this is your battle plan. And then they lose. And then people read this and go, but they win eventually. I know. But it's it's so crazy. And it's a civil war, yeah. right? You would assume God is on uh, the God Benjamin... Didn't say, God didn't say, hey, you know what? Benjamin, yeah. Why doesn't he talk to Benjamin? He's like, why don't you... Surrender those evil men from Gibeah, mm-hmm. and we don't have to have all this death and suffering. But no. this is the way it goes. The men of Israel encouraged one another and took up their positions where they had stationed themselves the first day. The Israelites went up and wept before the Lord until evening, and they inquired of the Lord. So they got their asses Yeah, and they're kicked. like, why did you do this to us? Shall we go up again to battle the Benjaminites, our brothers? The Lord answers, go up against them. Huh. Then the Israelites drew near Benjamin the second day. This time, when the Benjaminites came out from Gibeah to oppose them, they cut down down another 18,000 Israelites. Holy shit. All of them armed with swords. These Benjaminites are hell of rock throwers. So they've, yeah, they've they've killed. Palestine needs to recruit them. 50,000 almost. They're fighting Israel. (laughs) 
How do you lose 50,000 soldiers when you have I don't an, understand. O- an overwhelming force? You could surround them completely in a circle. It's, it, it's like they formed channels of like eight people, you know, just marching in a straight line. And then all the Benjamites are just chucking rocks at them till they're falling and their friends Imagine are cr- getting climbing killed by them. rocks. Like what? I feel like such a like dork. It also feels so unbelievably unrealistic. Oh, it's preposteroni Tony. So the Israelites- if you hit me with a rock, even with a slingshot, I'm probably not going to die. Even if you hit me in the head. Yeah. If you hit me anywhere but the head, I'm going to keep coming. Exactly. So you better hit me in the head. And I'm still probably not going to die. So you're going to have to do that a couple times. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're totally right. I mean, sure, it's totally conceivable that someone gets hit in the head with a rock and is knocked out on the first rock. It happens, absolutely. But Dies. also... Way less rare. Yeah. Also, you've seen people get hit in the head with rocks on the internet a bunch of times. I've watched those stoning videos. They don't die to the first rock. Oh, God. I've seen one of those. I couldn't watch it. It's disgusting, but yeah. that's you're totally right. Yeah, it's they cr- get dazed, and these are big. And this is a person that can't move, has no armor. You're really focusing on the 700 elites with their stones because there's 26,000 guys with swords. Oh, right. Yeah, right. But, okay, that's but fair. Those, All I can picture is well, they mentioned them so specifically. Well, that's their trump card. They got yeah. their 700 elites. They can't. They don't. I just can't picture that killing anybody. They don't miss a hair, Kyle. So they aim for one of your last hairs on your receding hairline. Yeah, and they just fucking ding you, right? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> they just ding you right in the face. So. Then the Israelites, they lost 18,000 the second day. Then the Israelites, all the people went up to Bethel, where they sat weeping before the Lord. They fasted that day until evening and presented burnt offerings and fellowship offerings to the Lord. Traditionally, peace offerings is the note, which is hilarious because they're doing it for war. Um, so they made peace offerings to God so they could go kill their countrymen, the mm-hmm. Benjaminites. That's confusing. Well, they changed it now to say fellowship offerings. Oh, okay. But Which it, means... The note says peace offerings, traditionally. This is just such a ridiculous... So it's just a rebranded bribe? Imagine... Let's... I'm just imagining again. So the war is over. You've had this civil war against Benjamin. They're like, now we need a pretext. So you make up that story about the Israelite and his concubine. And how do we explain 50,000 casualties? <laughs> Yeah, you, you can't. God did it. The only thing you can explain is that God wasn't on your side. 400,000 versus 26,000, and you've already lost twice. The, they've already killed two. Two for one. Two for one, and they still got quite a few standing. <laughs> so they offered the peace offerings, and the Israelites inquired of the Lord. If you get in a war like that, if you've ever played Risk, oh, and you, you lose, and you have all the, and you lose, two, you get cut down two for one, you oh, lost. Oh, yeah. You've lost. The game's over. Yeah, you got your 15 soldiers. They got three, and they just fucking decimate you with defender rolls. (laughs) Brutal. (laughs) Game over. And you're demoralized. Imagine having 50,000 people die, and you've got to go again. You're like, Jesus, these guys are immortal. And then God's like, hey, uh, Judah, or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, your turn. (laughs) So they offered the offerings, and the Israelites inquired of the Lord. Then this is in brackets. In those days, the Ark of the Covenant of God was there with Phineas, the son of Eleazar and the son of Aaron ministering before it. They at, so they, it's really there. That's to say that God is actually there. The ark is there and God is really communicating. They asked, shall we go up again? So that's, that's like their, uh, their portal. Yeah. To speak to God exactly. without exploding their brain. Yeah. Um, they asked, 
Shall we go up again to battle the Benj- with Benjamin, our brother? I, they all Could you went- imagine the power you'd had if you had, like, ventriloquist throwing your voice capability? The unlimited power you would have back then? <laughs> if you could talk without moving your mouth, which is a skill many people have. I can talk without moving my mouth. It's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they you- asked, yeah. Now that I think about it, that has to be half of the shit. I mean... It's one explanation. It's not. Well, they had magicians. They. I mean, I understand. Yeah. If that wasn't some of it, I would be shocked. <laughs> I think God talked from a rock. People can throw their voice. The burning bush. Somebody lights a bush on fire and talks over in this cave. Exactly. So they ask, shall we go up again to battle? Benjamin? And you're standing right beside the guy and you're like, his mouth wasn't moving the whole fucking time. There's no way that was him. And he's like, it wasn't me, dude. I, it must have been the bush. But God, in that scenario, always has a really high-pitched voice because it's the only way they can actually throw their voice. And it's like goofy and high-pitched. Also, Moses was alone in that story. So, Oh, yeah. So but that's one. Don't even need to be validated then. Okay, so they ask, shall we go up to battle with Benjamin, our brother, or not? The Lord responded. Go, for tomorrow I will give them into your hands. It only took 50,000 casualties mm-hmm. before I could do this for you. I want them to be, like, accurate in the Bible. I want them to all be like, why God? Why tomorrow? <laughs> why not the first day? Why did our brothers have to die? Yeah, and you said we Judah should go first and 22,000 people died. So I don't really feel like mm-hmm. you're a fair arbiter here. And why Judah? Actually, it's more like 40,000. If it's 20,000, 22, and 18, it's 40. I'm dumb. Anyways... Then Israel set up an ambush. How do you set Tactics. up an ambush, ambush, though? On a town you're attacking? Third day into yeah. the battle. <laughs> yeah. With 400,000 against 26,000. They decided to not go in a straight line this time. They're like, what if we surround them? <laughs> so they set up an ambush. And they went up against the Benjaminites on the third day and took up positions against Gibeah, as they had done before. The Benjaminites came out to meet them and were drawn away from the city. They began to inflict casualties on the Israelites, as before. So that about 30 men fell in the open field. Casualties as before, 30 people compared Versus, to 18,000 and 22,000. Yeah, 40,000. So, so they died exactly as before, except not at all. <laughs> so 30 men fell in the open field and on the roads, the one leading to Bethel. And the Is other this supposed to be a positive thing? Like God was actually on their side this time? I don't really understand what the point it's of it is. It's a gigantic hypocrisy. Contradiction. What rather. I think the... I think this is just, it, there was a civil war in Israel, and this is how it was explained by the victors. That's what I think. I don't think that the Levite had his concubine raped. I don't think that 400,000 went up against 26,000. And the, twi- nope. like, it's crazy. So, I mean, I've not. But why would they give the people uh, that lost more people, more uh, warriors? They wouldn't. Why would they ever give them? Less, I mean. Oh, it's like it, this sounds like. Why, her- why would they? Why would they say they killed less people? From the Benjamites' perspective, this story is so badass, right? Four hundred thousand, yeah, so, except for the beginning. I mean, yeah. <laughs> except for that whole, that whole. I mean, instigating it, issue there. What if? Let's say you're the you're Benjamin, and you're like, yeah, that's what we do. You don't come to our town, and we're going to rape you. <laughs> and if you try to stop you're like, us, it's on the sign. We will inflict fifty thousand casualties on you. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can read, but it says right there. <laughs> Hide your kids. <laughs> They're raping everybody in there. But they are. They are, though. 
So the Benjaminites came out to meet them and were drawn away from the city. They began to inflict casualties on the Israelites as before. So about 30 men fell in the open field and on the roads, the one leading up to Bethel and the other to Gibeah. While the Benjaminites were saying, we are defeating them as before, the Israelites were saying, let's retreat and draw them away from the city to the roads, which is a viable oh, strategy, a classic. which has worked for forever, the feigned yeah. flight. All the men of Israel moved from their places and took up positions at Baal Tamar, and the, the Israelite ambush charged out of its place on the west of Gibeah. Then 10,000 men of Israel's finest men made a frontal attack on Gibeah. The fighting was so heavy that the Benjaminites did not realize how near disaster was. The Lord defeated Benjamin before Israel. The Lord did. Wait, uh, the Benjaminites didn't realize how... So they, in, I guess... They thought they were winning? So they're... When they charged after them. Yeah. And then they were attacked from the front by the 10,000 elites and then cut off from behind. The way that that was said is like that the Benjaminites almost died, but then didn't. Also... Okay, like another dumb thing about this story, any general, like me, who's no experienced commanding forces at all, mm -hmm. would not leave a town after I've had two days of fighting against 400,000 men. And yeah, Even if, you if you're knew, winning. If you knew there's 400,000. Yeah, I mean. You couldn't. You've killed. Because you've tw killed. 22,000 and 18,000. So you've you, killed 10%. So. I, you still have 90% left and you're like, we got this. Let's chase them. Let's chase them. Away from the walls. You know what was working? Being on top, throwing rocks down. Let's chase him with our slingshots. <laughs> so dumb. So, uh, they, the the Lord defeated Benjamin. I love that God gets the credit for it after suffering fifty thousand casualties like a fucking pussy. Like not a fucking pussy, but like if it's really God, did you have to lose fifty thousand twice the number of men that you're trying to conquer? I wouldn't. I mean, the answer is always he has a reason that we don't know. Or the Lord. What's the biblical re answer no for all those things? This is just like this is just a crazy story, and I'm now. Like, no, I mean, of all the scenarios where God is on their side, but they fail. I don't know because it happens all the time. I, I've I've not actually asked this question before, and there has to be like well, the suffering imposed during the the success is what God wanted. There should literally and then for be what reason? Not one casualty, right? No. Well, there is scenarios in the Bible where there's none. Yeah. Where they, where they killed all those people, burned down villages, and they're like, not one. Yeah. Not one Jew fell. And then I guess because they're like trying to make it believable. Who knows? Because I'm like, that's not, that would never happen. But then when they do show Oh, it's like, propaganda. They're like, people weren't really buying it at the it, beginning. Maybe. Well, because if it's none, we'd be like, that's preposterous. Nobody died. Now they're like, but 50, at least it'd be like magic works. 50,000. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. It would. Magic isn't working now. You built at least, you know what, when I watch Harry Potter, when I watch Harry Potter and all the magic happens, like, that's a world they built with magic in it. Sure. I mean, the magic in Harry Potter doesn't even add up that's to itself. my point. It, but that it really doesn't. That was a bad one. Okay, here's an example. Kick-Ass the movie. Sure. You ever seen Kick-Ass? Yeah, I liked it. It's like a fantasy world where a little girl has all this fucking power. Yeah. And, but she's like this the whole movie, and there's other characters that have similar, unbelievable characteristics. Yeah. It's hilarious it's to watch a, a nine-year-old kick people's yeah. ass. But then you watch like a, a realistic cop drama because I was just at my dad's and he's yeah. watching them all day. And there's like a hundred. You ever seen a UFC fighter chick? Yeah. They look jacked as fuck. Mm -hmm. And then there's a hundred-pound blonde woman beating up a 250-pound guy. It doesn't work. And I'm like, that doesn't work. I don't believe that. 
Ever. Even though the first one is way less believable, but it's it's in a fantasy world. Yeah. So my point is, in the fantasy world where God exists, no people should die. I, and now that you make it more realistic, yeah. It, I don't live in. I'm not believing your world anymore. I don't, I'm like, not buying it. Let's, I'm not buying that God exists anymore. I'll, I'll read it like with the asterisks. The Lord defeated the Benjamin before Israel at the cost of fifty thousand lives. <laughs> I know. Did you really win then, God? <laughs> that day. The Israelites struck down 25,100 Benjaminites, all armed with swords. But you know what? They got to take it out of their... They evened it up when they killed other women and children. Then that they, evened out the numbers. Then they then Benjaminites saw that they were beaten when there were 600 left. Then I guess we lose. Just all of them had slingshots? It's, but what a great victory. They killed 25,000, lost 40,000. Um, now the men of Israel had given way before Benjamin. So I'm assuming they killed all the other 600. Well, it says 25,100 Benjaminites all armed with swords. That's who, that's who died. What is the point? Then, So they let the other 600 th- live? Then the Benjaminites saw that they were beaten. When you're down to 600. To be fair, they you were think, like... You think after 5,000 died and you're surrounded by 300,000 warriors... Oh, they're just picking them off for two days, though. You yeah, know, we still got this. Yeah, we still got this. Doesn't matter how many there. Look how stupid they are. Now, sorry. Now the men of Israel had given way before Benjamin... Because they rallied, or sorry, they relied on the ambush they had set near Gibeah. The men who had been in the ambush made a sudden dash into Gibeah, spread out, and put the whole city to the sword. Because that's biblical justice. Exactly. But that's what I mean. So they were at a two-to-one ratio, right? Mm -hmm. They killed 40,000. Yeah. But then they killed 25. So like, we're getting close. But you know what? Once we kill their 25,000 women and children, we'll have have one. That'll be a great victory for the Lord. Great victory for the Lord. And for Israel. (laughs) Defenseless women and children. And you know what? It'll be a lot easier. Probably a lot less casualties. That'll teach them. So this will be God. This will be what God did because he protected them Uh, from zero casualties from murdering all the women and children after. The men who had been in the ambush, uh, sorry, put the whole city to the sword. The men of Israel had arranged with the ambush that they could send up a great cloud of smoke from the city. And then the men of Israel would turn in battle. So that's the signal. So they draw the Benjaminites out. They're beating mm-hmm. them in the field. The, amb- the other guys go into the city, light it on fire. That's the signal to the Israeli army, like, let's finish up because there's some raping to do. And then that's how Benjamin loses. So and then- How ironic. Yeah, <laughs> comes full circle. And then the men, I like how the only it difference doesn't say, it doesn't say yeah, that. But that is but what happens. That is what do. happens. Yeah. And also, it's funny that that's what started it. But at the end, it's justified because yeah. of what happened to one dude. That's not why, saying it's not. That's what I'm unbelievably say, that's fucked why it's up. Totally propaganda. Yeah. Right. Like you got it. You, I can't believe that story for a second. But then the answer is, after all, the men are dead. What are you supposed to do? Yeah. I, not. No, Rape and murder everyone well, else? Well, what you're supposed to do is just murder them. There's, I mean, the, but the actual law of the is Bible just murder them? in Deuteronomy 13. I can find it and read it for you. There's oh. a law for what to do with after you've yeah, killed we, all we the soldiers this. in we the town? We read this before, so I'll read it again right here. Deuteronomy, worshiping other gods. This is what you're to do if somebody worships another god. I guess it's kind of the same thing. So, if your very own brother, or your own son or daughter, or the wife you love, or your closest friends... Okay, so these... Your family, your fellow Israelites... The wife you love, your son or daughter, let us go and worship other yeah, gods. don't... Hey, don't try and change your mind. Yeah. That's not... There's no take-backsies. 
God doesn't allow that. One false idol worship, you kill that woman you love. Yeah. That you have a family with. And there or your closest friend secretly entices you saying, "Let's go worship other gods, gods that neither your nor, neither you nor your fathers have known." This is like a drug PSA. Hey, uh, gods let's go, of let's go people some around weed. you, whether near or far, from the end of the land to the other, do not yield to him or listen to him. Show him no pity. Do not spare him or shield him. You must certainly put him to death. Your hand must be the first in putting him to death. And then all the hands of the other people stone him to death because he tried to turn to the Lord. If you hear this said about one of your towns, so I skipped a bunch of stuff. Verse 12. If you hear this said about one of your towns, the Lord your God has given you to live in, that wicked men have arisen among you and have led the people in their exactly town Let them go and worship other gods, gods you have not known. Then you must inquire, probe, and investigate it thoroughly. That's to what, make sure they are doing that. So that's the Levite. That's the investigation. And that's the case he presents to the 400,000 men armed with swords. Mm-hmm. At, and if it has been true, and they also sent messengers into Benjamin, right? Who said, basically, yeah, we did that shit, and we're fighting you in this oh, story. Oh, yeah, they did. Right? Yeah. So, they did their due, deal, due and diligence. If and if it is true, and it has been proved that the, the testable thing has been done among you, you must certainly put to the sword all who live in that town, destroy it completely, both its people and its livestock, gather all the plunder of the town in the middle of the public square, and completely burn the town and all its plunder as a whole burnt offering to the Lord. It is to remain a ruin forever, never to be rebuilt. None of those condemned things shall be found in your hands, so the Lord will turn from his fierce anger and show you mercy, have compassion on you, and increase your numbers. Wait, oh, he won't be angry at you if you smite that town. If you kill everyone, burn them, or kill everything, kill the animals, burn all the possessions, and let the town remain a ruin forever. Then God will no longer be mad at you. He'll have mercy on you. Mm-hmm. For what? For what did I do? How what mercy, mercy on me is for left? What? Yeah, after everybody's dead, it's the. I'm. I, I don't think is it mercy for the people that committed the sin that caused them to be killed and burnt. It's mercy, or is it mercy on the people doing it? It's mercy on the people that are left. So basically, look, God, we didn't know they were doing this. We found out they were doing it. We killed them all. Don't as, do as this hum- to everyone. Yeah, as human beings, that's God's like. You kill those fucking people or I'm killing all of it's you. It's like cutting off an infected leg. It's, yeah, it's crazy. This is like crazy shit. This story gets me all worked up. I've been talking to like, so this week, I've I met a bunch of my friends from high school and just people I haven't talked to in 10 years and immediately, I don't know, my podcast came up. Yeah. And like some of them are Christians. Bible, some of them Bible, are, Bible. And it's just like, one of the guys was like, dude, you'll get it. You know, God's a good thing. You know, church is good. I'm like, did you fucking read this book? I'm like, listen to my podcast. He's like, dude, I don't need to listen to your podcast. I'm like, yeah, okay, then just read the Bible. Because this is some of the dumbest. And he's like, dude, I don't need to read the Bible. I, man, I hope he listens to this. Because I was like, listen to my next podcast. It's about what they do to the Levite and his concubine. He's like, what's that story? I'm like, oh, they kill, they rape a concubine to death and then go to war. He's going to listen to this and be like, you are worse than the people in the Bible. <laughs> I hope. I mean, I, you know I love you. But. Come on, man. Do you? How can you read this and think God is a loving God that cares about people? Because your life is based on the fact that it has to. Yeah, I understand. But like, if this is truly what happened and the word of God, this is some of the most outrageous shit. So I guess I can't remember where I was. I read that. So they killed everybody in the town. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So th- that's why I read the Deuteronomy thing. Yep. So you would know that that's actually God's justice, what he actually commanded. <laughs> it is word for word. It they me, carried it out. I can't believe that people believe this. I'm like exasperated. I can't even. 
I'm like st- stuttering with like confusion and anger about this. Kyle, if you're already shit. no, if you're already murdering him, how much moral is it to get a little in before you know you've been on? No, I just mean. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to take it out. A person at church today reads this and goes, "That's God's justice, right?" I really think they just don't read this in church, do they? Of course not. Yeah. But when you show it to them, like my mom, I'm like, "So God did this. Well, God did the right thing. Those people deserved it." Yep. What about the people that had to carry out God's punishment? Yeah. Did they deserve it? Even doing that stuff would fuck you up. Yeah, not only that, plus 50,000 died. Yeah. 40,000. Yeah. 40,000, did they deserve it? With God on their side. With God on their side, but did they deserve it? No. Why not? I mean, does anyone deserve anything? Is there justice? In this case... If God has the capability to put a, a fucking shield spell over the everyone so they can't die yeah and he allows forty thousand to die shouldn't you assume that you deserved it because god allowed it to happen i guess you have under to. his watchful eye i guess you have to and they're like it's not even like you're praying to not hearing anything back you're playing to hear the voice of god directing you what to do and and you did what he said exactly because there's times in the bible where it's like they didn't pray and they lost and yeah then the, this time they prayed god, god direct said, specific instructions man of judah go for it i think it'll work 22,000 casualties. <laughs> I like God. The idea of him being like, yeah, I think if you go first, it'll probably go fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll be over here jerking off to hell. It's way it's way funnier to imagine God is completely incompetent. <laughs> it is, because it actually makes the most sense. Yeah. So they put... But the then whole... he also can't create the universe. Ah, it's, it's, it's a logical spiral. It's what retarded. are you going to do? So, so they put the whole city to the sword. The men of Israel had arranged with the ambush that they should send up a great cloud of smoke, blah, blah, blah. The Benjaminites had begun to inflict casualties on the men of Israel, about 30. So we're back to the beginning of the battle. Okay. I don't know why it's written like this, but it is. Okay, it's fine. So the Benjaminites Just had, bad storytelling. had begun to inflict casualties on the men of Israel, about 30. That's so fucking funny that they're like... 30 people? Yeah, 30. About to be 40,000. As the day before, 18,000. The day before that, 22. They're like, and they're inflicting casualties, 30 people died. Like, why even mention that yeah, number? It's, it's a, almost zero. Yeah, right? When 20,000 people died the day before, 30's nothing. <laughs> About, 30's just over 1% so they, of the people that died the day before. So, so, they're, so the Benjaminites had begun to inflict ca- casualties about 30, and they said, we're defeating, <laughs> Give or take. we're defeating them as in the first battle. You know, Why I, would they ever think that? You get to a one-goal lead, and you're like, we got this. The trap. Yeah. Um. Fucking Canada got their dicks kicked in by kicked in by Russia today. Six Did nothing. They? I didn't watch it. Six nothing. At least they beat us. And then the the Six captain nothing. The captain of Canada didn't take his helmet off for the national anthems, and the Russians wouldn't shake his hand. So if we see them in the next pool, I think there's going to be fucking violence. Really? Yeah. That's banned in international hockey. I, yeah, but I, I know. <laughs> I love it when the juniors go. To, what was the one where they had to turn the lights off? Was that a junior? Or yeah, men's? that was World Juniors. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. I think, dude, fighting in the dark is insane. Just turned it off so people would stop because there's no way they fucking stop. Do you know what me and my brothers used to do for fun? We had a basement with like you know those windows at the top, and we'd block out the light completely, stuff it with pillows, so it was literally pitch black. You couldn't see your hand uh, like two inches from your face. Yeah. And then we have pillow fights in the dark, like six on six, just swinging as hard as you can. And so you even know it's it's one on one at that yeah, point. Yeah, and I'm the oldest, right? I'm the biggest so person in the room. I'm just K- KO, KO, KO. <laughs> Simeon's there, like seven years younger than me, like nine. Yeah. No, just he would be like lying across the room. Six, and I'd be like thirteen, just 
Boom! <laughs> <laughs> and now he has a speech impediment. So we'd like, we'd say go, we'd turn off the light, and everyone would just swing. I would do like full on like 360 windmills and just fucking clock little kids in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you seem fun, well adjusted. Um, so the Benjaminites, they did, so they said, we're defeating them as in the first battle. But when the column of smoke began to arise from the city, the Benjaminites turned and saw the smoke of the whole city going up in the sky. Then the men of Israel turned on them, and the men of Benjamin were terrified because they realized that disaster had come upon them. That's got to be a terrible moment when you know when you realize that you're surrounded. That you're gonna die. Yeah, but like you're still alive. There's no fight left in you. At least the other people died for a purpose in their mind. Yeah, you were like, you're now you know you're doomed. But there's four hours of murdering left to happen. <sighs> like nothing's not a lot of things are worse than that. Yeah, and like it has by hand murdering. Like, not shooting, like, Yeah, you just swords. gotta hope you take a couple out on your way or something. I don't know. So, they they, they were terrified. Uh, they fled before Israel. The, sorry, they fled they before... They ran. Uh, they realized disaster had come upon them, so they fled before the Israelites in the direction of the desert, but they could not escape the battle. And the men of Israel who came out of the town cut them down there. They surrounded the, the Benjaminites, chased them, and easily overran them in the vicinity of... Uh, easily, easily at the cost of yeah. 40,000 men. Uh-huh. Under God's supervision, under God's watch. Actually, it says easily, and there's a note there. It says not easily. The meaning of this Hebrew word is uncertain. So oh, okay, they, so they don't know what it means. Also, they a little just artistic assumed, license on the translator there. Israeli. I mean, I would assume that too. They still have what three hundred and sixty thousand men left <laughs> yeah. to kill six. Should be pretty 600. easy. Oh. Six hundred. Oh yes, yeah, six hundred. And overran them in the vicinity of Gibeah on the east. 18,000 Benjaminites fell, all of them valiant fighters. So they're still giving a nod to the Benjaminites. Hell yeah. As so they, not that easily then. Well, so literally the last page, two paragraphs ago, that day the Lord defeated the Benjaminites and 25,000 people died. And now they're saying 18,000. So I guess 18,000 died valiantly. And then another 7,000 had to be killed like fucking animals. Gotcha. I don't know. That's I don't know either. As they turned and fled toward the desert of the Rock of Ramon, the Israelites cut down 5,000 men along the roads. So now we're up to 23,000. They kept pressing after the Benjaminites as far as Gidim and struck down 2,000 more. So there we are. There's our 25,000. On that day, 25,000 Benjaminite swordsmen fell, all of them valiant fighters. But 600 men turned and fled into the desert to the Rock of Ramon, where they stayed for four months. Oh, shit. So they got away. 600 of them. For four months. The men of Israel went back to Benjamin and put all the towns to the sword, including the animals and everything else they found. All the towns they came across, they set on fire. Including the animals. Got to mention that because it's worth something. And then everything else. Yeah. Grain. Yeah. Uh, wagons. I hope there's animal lover Christians out there that like really that are like vegan Christians. Are you kidding me? For sure there I is. I know. I just hope that they read these stories where it's like, why did they kill the animals? That's Because they're all like bleeding hearts. Like they all like it really care. It is insane. Oh, most of the... And then kill the animals. Yeah. Most of the vegans that I know care more about the animal, would care more about the animal deaths than the people. They're, they're fucking stupid. Because they're like, the people make their own decisions. Yeah, it's true. You know? Yeah. The animals are innocent. Yeah. It's Morally just... innocent. Yeah. Even though they are instinctively, uh, instinctively evolved... To be vicious killers and almost everything in the world is based on death. Yeah. But they did not choose because they're too dumb. That's the, th I mean, 
I actually agree with the, the that on almost all the levels, right? Factory farming's bad. It's one of the worst things for the plant. All that shit. See, that's the thing. You can't have that argument because they're like, all farming's bad. And you're like, but no, but eat, I think there's a good way to do it. And they're well, like, no to, good way. You have to eat. But th- when they say they care about animals like individually for their own like sacred life or whatever, watch animals, what they do to other animals. Like bears just put a paw on you and fucking eat you from the ass. Yep. Like crocodiles. I've Go on to sub, uh, Reddit and go to Nature's Metal and just watch yeah. animals getting eaten alive it's by horrifying. other animals. Yeah. But like, Nature doesn't give a fuck. And the animals, the animal they're eating is just screaming yeah. these horrifying sounds. You lock a cat in a house with a dead vegan and the cat will eat that vegan. Oh, hell it yeah. It doesn't care about you, man. No. And in fact, if you raise that vegan, it'll eat you faster. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy when they raise animals like well, dogs. Well, cats are predators. Yeah, right. Dogs, you can kind of get away with it. They're omnivores, sure. Because they're omnivores. But cats are straight up predators. They don't really want... They just want a mouse. Yeah. And a little bit of water, maybe. They don't want even their food. You know what I mean? It I just tastes better. It's more convenient. Cats. Yeah, they don't have chewing teeth. They have piercing teeth. Well, I've read this a couple times, so I don't know if it's true, but I heard um, uh, a cat can sustain on just a mouse without water or anything. Like, that has enough liquid in the blood, really? right? water in the blood. Like I, I don't believe that. Just because of the size of the mouse and the size of a cat. One a day. Oh, if you eat a mouse a day, it doesn't drink water? It doesn't need it. That's... I think they have very, very... The point of this thing was that they have very, very efficient organs. Okay. So I think you can overfeed... Uh... That's why cat piss is so pungent. <laughs> it must be. We know everything. Um, I know so, I do. So that's, the, I guess, the Bible reading section of this podcast for this week. The next week, you guys, is the title of the chapter is called Wives for the Benjaminites. So I wonder what happens there. We'll see. Do we get any emails this hmm. week, Kyle? Seems... You know what? I'm going to be hopeful. And next week, we will finish the book Is it really called that? Wives for the Benjaminites, Judges 21. I think we know what happened. <laughs> I think we can assume. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's All what it's right. called. And then we're going to be done the book of Judges. Then we're into the book of Ruth, which is, uh, so we get some That's female. my auntie's name. Some female heroes. And then the story of King David. So Sweet. Yeah, I'm a, it's a pretty good story. David is literally God's favorite person. No, I think sweet to the female heroes part. Yeah, Ruth not and you, Boaz. Misogynist. I mean, she's not really a hero, but she's a biblical hero. Like, the women all like Ruth, but she doesn't do anything, really. No? I mean, we'll get there. Okay. Did we get any emails this week, Kyle? We did. Jeff's back. Great. Hey, welcome back, Jeff. Hello, Bible beaters. Did you do it with a bunch of O's? Yep. You're bad at that. Come on, give me a good one. I did it bad for this reason. That, <laughs> that intro works a bit better when Caleb does it. Thank you. <laughs> so he really set me up for failure there. <laughs> I love it when you say something that I'm about to read in the Bible. Like earlier this podcast, we were like, that Levi, you know, yeah, they just raped him. They just raped him. There's nothing I can do. And I'm like, that's actually what he says. He's like, it's your one true fan returning from an eighth month hiatus where I got sick of podcasts and stopped listening to them entirely. I've caught back up by listening to the latest 38 episodes back to back over the last week. Holy shit. Jeff, get help. <laughs> no one should listen. I can't even live with myself for 36 hours. I don't know what happened. I don't want to know what happened to Jeff's life where he had to listen. What's going on with your voice? I don't know. It's gone now. You had like a bubble in your throat something or something. in there? That was weird. How's it now? It's fine. It sounded like a kazoo? Yeah. A little bit? Yeah. yeah. There's something in there, I guess. I don't know what happened. Yeah. 38 episodes back to back over the last week and That's... i wrote a few comments along the way okay great thanks we get some notes kyle this is yeah. how we can improve <laughs> i thought there was a question in here then i deleted 90 percent of them that's a good start 
leaving only the most important things I had to say. Here it is. I'm glad. <laughs> hey, thank you for curating your own list. Which turns out to be inane shit about pigeons and math. Well. Okay, it's not overwhelming, but there's a lot. I think it's... Jeff, I feel bad for you because writing funny is hard to do. And it's you seem like you're trying to be funny, which is... You're not very good at it, and Kyle's reading it poorly. So it's like you got everything working against you here. Okay, I've already used up half my email budget in that introduction. I think you're right about that. Caleb's right, I mean. So I'll, sp- <laughs> I'll split them up and send one every few weeks. Oh, oh fuck, this is one! Trickled out. Okay. This, is a, this is just one? This is what we get to look okay. forward to. I'm excited. Maybe it's awesome. You're lucky we don't get a lot of emails, Jeff. Homing. <laughs> Homing Do you know what that means? Pigeons. Everybody else? Yeah, but Jeff hasn't been back for a long time. I'm just saying, everybody else. If you think, like, they'll probably never read my email on the podcast. We read literally every email we get that has a question in it that's not just like, I love your guys' podcast. Thanks. You know? Except for some. Except for the... I mean... Except for some that we answer directly. Yeah, but I mean, God, you have to give the illusion that we read every email. Of course, we don't. Except actually, for most, I want people to email in. <laughs> okay, God. we yeah, we answer every single email that compliments me. Every single He's one of those, for sure. He is such a fucking douche. I bet you there's so many emails where like, Kyle, you suck. Please shut up. We want more of Caleb's thoughts. We'll never know. <laughs> I, you know, in your heart of hearts, you know, <laughs> God sees your heart, Kyle. Homing pigeons, you guys are wrong about homing pigeons. You don't train them to follow migration routes. Okay. I, I, didn't, I don't think we ever said that. Probably we did. First of all, A, we need context, and B, of course we're fucking wrong, man. Like, what the fuck do you think? And also, you don't train them to follow migration routes. You they you find their migration route, yeah, birds... and, you, and you attach a letter to the bird that goes there. Yeah, birds and don't... you put up, like, a feeding thing at the end, and then you... That's Hopefully. not how it works, Kyle. Pretty sure that's how it works. Every single goose is trained by the government to migrate. <laughs> I think this Canada is what we talked about. Yeah, are trained to migrate. Mm-hmm. That's how we get all those notes from uh, the Arctic. That's how they come. Huh. Yeah. Do Canada goose go up there? I don't think so. Yeah, that's they migrate north because they're Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> they go to where it's colder. They're a one-way messenger. The only thing they can do is fly home. Typically, they were raised in one location and then transported to another where... Everybody who's not Jeff, do you see the bar that's being set here? Like, this is some of the most boring shit I've ever... If this is the highlights of 90% of the stuff you wrote down and we get it week by week, please, Jeff, talk about the Bible. This is like Monty Python with the swallows. (laughs) The sin of a can. The what? The sin... Of a can, A C H A N. Oh, Aiken Sin. Aiken. Yeah. Sin of Aiken. Aiken Sin. Yeah, I remember that. This is the oldest parenting trick in the book. They just looted the entire city. Of course, someone took something for himself. Joshua knows that. Okay. Uh, just He's so, talking about God punishing them. Yeah. So when the Israelites were moving into the Promised Land, when they sacked one of the cities, it might have been Jericho, it might not have been, but they sacked the city and Achan took stuff for himself that they were supposed to give to God or AKA the priest or the elites. Mm-hmm. And they killed this guy in front of everybody. They're like, did you do this? He said he did it. And then they killed him. So yeah. Yeah. Joshua knows that. So the next time something bad happens, he goes, well, you, well guys, it looks like God is mad at us because one of you took some loot. Remember what happened to Achan? Yeah. Yep. God already knows you did it. So you better own up to it now. Yep. It's like when I uh, suspect my son of has stolen a cookie. Sam, did you steal that cookie? No? Okay, I'm going to count them. I think he kills his son. I'm gonna, <laughs> ca- 
<laughs> I'm going to count them. I hope you didn't lie because that's even worse than stealing a cookie. They don't know how many fucking cookies I have, but he'll admit to taking one every time. That's, I mean, you're totally right. And I hope that you've learned something that this book is fucking propaganda for <laughs> idiots. Of course, that's the story. That's why they wrote it down. It says Joshua fucked up, fucked up though. You should have forgiven him and asked everyone else if they took anything and then publicly stoned a lot of them the next day. <laughs> Good point, Jeff. But that's not that is Machiavellian dictator shit right there. <laughs> that is good. It's clever, but it's not the point. The point was a scapegoat for why they're failing now. No, the yeah, it wasn't the point of punishing and killing their good men. Well, remember they, the point was having a reason that it wasn't God doesn't exist. They lost or their God sucks. Yeah, they lost three thousand. It men. was that this one guy fucked all of you. Yeah, and now only one guy. One fighting man has to die for everyone to be like, "Fuck!" It and, was that guy and his family and his family. Which is more of a possession than an actual uh, Could person. Could you imagine if the law worked like that today? Your dad's a shithead, so you die. The, the people would be a lot nicer. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh. Sorry, kid. Your dad's an asshole. Look, you only had a 40% success rate of not being an asshole. Yeah. Bang. The asshole fart doesn't fall far from the asshole tree. Falls directly on the ground <laughs> and puddles underneath it. Vancouver Island. Last point. A listener commented on what the population density of an area of Vancouver Island would be with 1.2 million Israels in it. About I the same what, as we Israel. We talked about that. Same yeah. as Israel. You guys and other listener referenced his email like six times and never once corrected him on his math. Yeah, I was really wrong. You're the only... <laughs> you, Jeff, are the only one that breaks down the dumb things that we say. Like we don't know, like we don't know, we don't do math. Well, I'm this, okay with it. I mean, email like six times, never once corrected him on his math. He was off by a factor of a thousand. Okay. Thirty. That's pretty far. That's a lot. That's thirty-two thousand square kilometers is not thirty-two million square meters. It's thirty-two billion square meters. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, you, you we can't, got that. Thank you, Jeff. You can't justify. Multiple square kilometers by a thousand to get square square meters. That's not how squares work. Noted. We'll put an asterisk on the episode. <laughs> It'll be in the notes. Yeah, we won't actually do that. Under asterisk brackets, Jeff is the best. <laughs> and then, bracket. Then we'll take 90% of those notes and throw them away. <laughs> he quoted 26 meters per Israel. Doing the math correctly returns an area of 26,000 square meters per Israel. I don't think space is a concern. No, uh, yeah. That does change everything. And, well, obviously, the population of Israel lives in Israel right now. So they live there comfortably. I was there. They're not living on top of each other. Yeah, but New York City's living on top of each other. But Israel is not. No. I was there. There's Most of it's a fucking dessert. I'd apologize for the long email, but after listening to Keith's novellas, I've decided I have nothing <laughs> to apologize for. You're one true fan, Jeff. You fucking got him. <laughs> Suck shit, Keith. I forgot. Jeff tries to snipe every other listener with a subtle dig at the end. And he always gets me. He wrote a couple paragraphs. Like, like, we're not reading that. The one true fan, even though there's, I mean, I don't buy it, but I like that you're sticking to it. There's a lot of, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of one true we're fan. We're the one true podcast. There's a lot of true fans. <laughs> Come on. Just the one true. All right. I think that's the podcast for this week. Eh, Kyle? Uh, it would be. Except? Except my music stopped working. But now we're back. We're back, baby. We're back, and goodbye. And find us on social media. If you want to send an email 
to put Keith in his place. Dick underscore Spazer has videos call. of my dad on Instagram. It's pretty funny. Yeah, Dick underscore Spazer. Kyle Vesner, if you want a toque, they're fucking awesome. Jeff, I know you want one. People love we sold the a tukes. bunch already. Everyone loves them. They're good tukes, too. That's, everyone's been sending me pictures to fucking put on the Instagram, and I've just done none of it. But I will. Maybe. For the last year, I've been saying I will do stuff, and eventually I will do stuff. I have the pictures. They're going on. So if you get a toque, send me a picture. I want it. I want to put it on the Instagram. You guys are the best. See you next week. Jesus. To get to heaven, you ain't gotta die. Just don't let me inside, cause I'm home.